Hello, everybody. It's me, Trevor from Trevents Wedding and Event Planning, and you're listening to Wedding Confessions. I'm here today with Wendy and Stefan. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How's it going? Good. You guys just got married a couple of weeks ago. Two weeks. How does that feel? Well, you guys were actually married back in February, right? Yes. Yes. So we celebrated it two weeks. Awesome. But before we actually get into that, I'm going to ask you what I ask everybody, and that's tell me your love story. How'd you meet? So we we actually met online. and I hear that often. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a bit of a funny story. I, uh, I sent out um, a few messages, and uh, Wendy was, was one of the girls who replied. And oh, one of the girls. One of the <laughs> girls, yes. Well, a- a- okay, so it was, she, she replied to my long message, and we started having a conversation. And by that, I mean she replied to me, so I sent her another message, and I didn't get anything back for like a month. And oh, and it wasn't just like a hey. It was a very detailed message. He had a lot to say. He replied to a lot of the <laughs> points on my profile. Well, uh, her profile said, don't message me unless, y- you know, like, <laughs> don't message <laughs> me unless you have something interesting to say. So I said, okay, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll add some content here. Um, That's great. Yeah. So and you didn't like that? No, she no, I loved it. That's why I replied. Okay. But then when I replied to her reply, I didn't get anything back um, for like a month. And so I said, okay, it is what it is. Um, on to the next because all of those <laughs> girls that were messaging you exactly and then out of nowhere she replies and she's like uh, you know I'm not on this uh, the service anymore and uh, you should add me on MSN so we can talk back in the days wow this right. is like old school MSN messenger right and, and that seemed very odd to me because if she <laughs> wanted to talk to me on MSN <laughs> why not reply to me so so I said okay fine so I added her on MSN and I never saw her username I only saw her email she never came online Again, another month passes. Seriously. I was really busy with school. Right. I That's was swamped. Okay. So, so I said, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm going to send her an email and tell her, you know, if, if you're too busy, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Uh, and then she replied back to that email. Well, it was actually nice of you to send that courtesy email because some people would just ignore and just mm-hmm. walk away. Right. Well, I, I wanted to make sure that I added the right email at least. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so she replies to my email immediately. And she says, I'm too busy to be on MSN. Have my phone number. What, what, why were you like this? I was really busy, like I said. <laughs> but so why would the phone number make that any different? Uh, because I was more on my phone. I was just texting a lot. Okay. Back when we couldn't access anything else on the phone. So it just seemed like it made sense. So, so yeah. So I was very confused. Um, because if, you know, why is she giving me more and more personal information, <laughs> like from email to phone number, if she doesn't want to talk to me. Next thing is going to be, here's my address, just come over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so around a month later, this was like a three-month process, I said, I'm so done with this. I'm going to call her and invite her out to lunch, and if she's not interested, I'm, room- like, I'm going to forget this ever happened. So I called, and she didn't pick up. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> And that was here's my banking information. (laughs) (laughs) So that was it. I I said, okay, I'm done. I'm, you know, in the process of deleting her information, removing everything, forgetting this existed. My phone's ringing. And it's her. And it's her. And she agrees to take me up on lunch. Okay. Yeah. And then? After that, 
um, we didn't keep in touch again for about three months. We had a, I think we had a good conversation. We connected. Um, I drove her back to school. And we talked on Facebook. We talked a little bit on Facebook and then it died out. And three months later, I'm not lying about these timelines. <laughs> three months later, I get a text message. From so now her. we're like six months from the initial conversation online. Indeed. Okay. Um, and she asks me if I want to grab lunch again. And so I like, okay, I love that place. I'm, gra- I'm down to da- grab lunch. Why not? Um, and that was where we, we really started. How long did it take for you to propose to her after all of this? Six years. So everything moved very slowly in this relationship. (laughs) (laughs) How did he propose to you? It was just dinner, but it was a little bit odd because we normally don't go out for dinner during the week. So you were suspicious? A little bit. uh, but, But I mean, at the same time, even before this, I think that we talk a lot about sort of moving forward, right? Especially at that time, we were feeling like we were more stable with our career, you know, we've been living together for a while. A lot of these things are are lining up for us, and we talk a lot about sort of, you know, what's happening in the next few years, right? Definitely, marriage was one of the things that we talked a lot about. And and again, even be, even a few months before that, we went ring shopping together. Oh no way! Yeah, okay. Yeah, we. So you knew it, it was coming. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. It wasn't a surprise at all. And I think for me, just the kind of person I am, I. I, I not a fan of surprises so i think that i i would just like to let him know what i prefer what i like like for example i might clear you know for a proposal just so you know i don't want anything public i want it to be more private intimate and that's what he did he took me he listened well she she did a, a an incredible job um like when we went ring shopping she showed up for the first few meetings where we talked at like at a high level about what she's looking for. Um, and then once we had an idea down, she left and didn't show up to any of the further meetings. So she basically narrowed it down to, to, to be sure that whatever she was going to get was in, within the realm of what she's interested in. And then the rest was up to me and the, the vendors to customize. Oh, that's so interesting. Because we, we, we thought, look, we talked about this and we thought for me to surprise her like entirely with a ring, it's like, it could work, but why take that chance? Yeah, she's going to wear it for the rest of her life. She right. might as well love it. Mm-hmm. That's, a good, that's a good thought process for, for getting a ring. So were you nervous, though, when you were asking her? I guess not. I, like, I was w- terrified. You were, even <laughs> though you, you had had these conversations. She came yes. ring shopping with you. So you obviously knew she was going to say yes, but what would make you nervous then? <clears throat> I think the, the proposal itself is... Um, it's dramatic, you know, it's intended to be. And I think that there are certain expectations that come with proposing to somebody. Right. But what are you thinking then? So if you don't do it right, she might say no, even though you've had this no, conversation? No, I, I was confident she would say yes. I w- didn't want to let her down. I wanted okay. to, to live up to her expectations. I wanted her to be not just like, yeah, I guess I'll say yes, but like <laughs> excited. Wanting to. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like fall into your arms so happy. <laughs> and were you satisfied with how he did it i said yes i mean how can i not i already knew i already knew and now you have to plan a wedding yes did you know from that moment that you wanted help or was did you start planning it and then recognize oh shit we need we need help i think initially it didn't really set in yet i think for the first two months after we were just both kind of like Okay, we're engaged. Cool. 
uh, we didn't have any idea like the day, time of the year. We didn't really think a lot about these things at that point. Right. Well, you okay. So your process when you were looking for help, when you were trying to find a wedding planner to help you, was one of the most interesting meetings that I've ever had. You guys had a page long wasn't even a questionnaire because there were notes on it as well there you you were so detailed and ready for this <laughs> meeting that was our handout it yeah you like, had a handout yeah, you had like a pamphlet like a fact sheet yeah right about yeah. about us yeah. what we're looking for <laughs> and then a whole ton of questions which was so much fun for me um clearly i passed <laughs> <laughs> and we got to work together what was, do you remember some of the questions that you asked? Yeah, yeah. I think we asked, like, uh, I'm, I'm sure you felt like it was, like, an interview. Like, that was so Yeah, it was, like a, it was a job interview. Right. Which, we, well, it was a job interview. Right. <laughs> we didn't want it to feel like it was just handed to you. You have to work for it. Yeah, so. I felt like that <laughs> for the next year and two months. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I think we asked things like, um, what were, like, what, what are your values? <laughs> what were my values? <laughs> wow. I wonder how I answered that. Right. I, I think we asked like what advice you, you would have for us, just given what we told you about us. We, so once we sat down and, st and started thinking about how to piece the wedding together and started having these conversations about like, what does this wedding mean to us? What are we trying to accomplish? And we realized that there's so much that we want to do that's a little bit off the beaten path, and we're not really sure how to approach that. And so when we, when we thought about um, interviewing uh, wedding planners, for example, one of the important things for us was how would you react to something that's custom? something that's a little bit different. Like, I, I imagine wedding planners would be very good at doing the cookie cutter approach. I wasn't confident that they would be um, comfortable doing something different um, or figuring out, like, pulling it out of us, right? And so that, that, that was really what we were trying to accomplish with this. Give you an idea of who we are and see how you respond to that. Okay. And you, you did have a very unique vision of your what you wanted for your wedding. You wanted a really chill vibe. You wanted it to be very social. You didn't want a sit down dinner. You wanted people to be mingling. You wanted to have interactive games. You wanted to have something that wasn't like you said, cookie cutter. Right. And I loved every second of that because yeah, you know what? I do a lot of weddings where it's, they're very traditional and great. I love it. They're fun. They're, they're awesome. Everybody puts a little bit of themselves into it still, but you guys were putting so much of you into this event and I loved that. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I think that at that time we, we were also attending a lot of our friends weddings as well. And yeah. we were really able to see sort of what we like, um, really different aspect that we can see ourselves doing or not doing really and I knew really one of the big factors that we're not traditional right and I felt that at the time when we're seeing other wedding planners that was sort of the path that they were talking about did they try to change your mind um no I don't think they even noticed we had an opinion 
I mean, that's a, that's a little bit harsh, but, <laughs> but so you were the first that, that, that we interviewed, but some of the others, it was just like within like 10 minutes of talking to them, it was clear that they had their own agenda. Yeah. They weren't there to d understand what we're looking for. Um, Even with this, because we sent this to everybody that we saw. Your pamphlet? Your, yes. Your <laughs> essay? The, the, yeah, the pamphlet. And a lot of them just was kind of like, oh, cool, but here, complete my 100 question questionnaire. I, I remember going through every single point you went through on every your single line and asked us about it and we talked about it. And a lot of the, the other wedding planners we met with, they looked at it and they were like, oh, this is so cute. And they put it in a folder <laughs> and with it, it disappeared. We never talked about it ever again. They didn't even ask about it. Shame. Well, good thing you hired me. <laughs> <laughs> you you wanted a lot of things that were very specific. You wanted a venue that was had an outdoor element. You wanted to make sure that we could do a cocktail style. And you wanted to save money wherever we could save money. And those were really important factors for me to help you with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of ways that we wanted to be more like we don't just want it to be a celebration of us we want it to be a celebration of our family and friends as well so that's also why we wanted something more relaxed something that's not kind of like what we mentioned traditional we want it very chill wanted everyone to be talking want everyone to be drinking <laughs> drinking is important yes and we went we took a day yeah. and a road trip yeah. went out of the city to find some venues that would fit within these parameters of yours. And are you happy with the one that we ended up with? Yes, uh, very much so. Um, so going to see the venues with you was actually incredibly helpful. Uh, I will never forget the, the strategy that you applied, which was paying attention to us as we're discovering the venue and then telling us how we looked or what our expressions were as we were looking at the venue. Um, but going with you, going around with you to see the venues helped us understand, like, what what are the venues looking like in our budget? What are you know the kind of trade-offs that we might be making? Uh, what to pay attention to? And afterwards, we thought, I think I, I pushed. I said, let's just look at another one. It can't hurt, right? And we saw it. And and having have seen all the venues in the past with you, it was we we could immediately say, okay, this is what we're looking for. We found it. And the venue that you ended up with was phenomenal. Waterstone Estate and Farms. Waterstone Estate and Farms or Waterstone Farms and Estate? Waterstone Estate and I Farms. I believe so, yeah. yes. It had pretty much everything you were looking for. It was an outdoor space. You could have your ceremony outdoors. Yep. You could have cocktail party outside. You had beautiful fields and fields of greenery. There were barns. There were horses. <laughs> and one of the best parts about this was a way for you to save money was that you could bring in your own alcohol. Yes. Yeah. And that was another criteria that, that we, we asked you to, to think about or to consider um, because I was looking to bring in some craft beer and a lot of the, the bars that we had looked at, the, the beer selection wasn't that great and I wasn't happy with it. Why was it important for you to get married a few months in advance, legally? Because we, we felt like having... Um, Having a friend perform the ceremony was important to us. Yeah. And that's what you did on the day of the big party exactly. at, at Waterstone was exactly. one of your friends officiated. Absolutely. Right. We had a ceremony. It just wasn't a legal ceremony. Yeah. Exactly. And I felt that for such a 
intimate moment, it just felt like it made sense to have someone who knows us very well to speak of to speak about us, to address everybody. It just it just made sense. Yeah, especially with like with all the complexity that goes into planning an event like this, um, the efficient is just another moving piece. It's somebody that, again, is a stranger. We don't know them. We have to make sure they're on time. We have to make sure we get along, that we understand them. Like, why? We can just remove that complexity. Was the date in February because of numbers? Was there a reason why it was February? No, it was for tax reasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, great. At least you're being honest. I love that. The um, Another thing that we were talking about, we wanted to talk, I, wa- I wanted to talk about was the Chinese traditions and how you chose to incorporate them or leave them out, incorporate them or leave them out. You kept going back and forth. <laughs> what, what was that all about? In a lot of ways, I'm very thankful that my parents are very understanding of us just because we're from diff- very different cu- cultures, really. And even with that, my parents were understanding, knowing that we are t- we're ourselves, that, for example, I'm not just Chinese, that I also embrace some of these Western viewpoints and perspectives. Um, but at the same time, there were certain things that they thought that are important to them, like things like having a tea ceremony, things like paying respect, the idea of paying respect to our elders. Those are values that they, they feel they want us to express at the day of. I think we, like, uh, for both of our families, we, we told them what we were trying to do. We told them that it was going to be different. And then we gave them an opportunity to tell us what's important to them. Are there any traditions? Are there any aspects of this that, that are important for you? And then once we understand that, we'll figure out how to fit them in. And both of our families were incredibly accommodating in that they noticed that we were doing something a bit different and they, they weren't um, too aggressive with asking us to do things their way. That's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with the, with the tea ceremony. Yeah, and, and, and I think o- overall, if, if anything, I felt like because they weren't being pushy that I wanted to do that yeah. for them. We were happy to, to, to make that work because there wasn't this like, crazy amount of pressure with all these things that they want us to do. So whatever they did want, we, we did it with, with happiness, with joy. Okay, that's great. One of the controversial elements of planning your wedding was the decor. The fact that you wanted to do DIY. Mm-hmm. You wanted to do it yourself. Yeah. I recently talked about this when I was on television a couple of weeks ago on CTV's <laughs> The Social about how some people do DIY right and some people totally fuck it up. <laughs> you guys did it right. You had some blips along the way yeah. that stressed you out a little bit, but you did it. You nailed it. You Your DIY centerpie- centerpieces were gorgeous. They were amazing. And Thank I'm going to post pictures of them so everybody can see what you did because you really killed it. Your wedding Thank looked you. gorgeous. And I get nervous when people say to me, we want to save money here and this is how we want to save it. Because yep. I'll help you as much as I can, but... I can't do it. Yeah. I am I am a planner extraordinaire, but I am not a designer. I'm not a decorator. I'm not a florist. I can help you with ideas. I can guide you in that direction, but I can't do it. You 
did it. So congratulations. Well Thank done. You. Are you happy with how they turned out? Yes, I'm very happy. Very relieved, actually. I think Pinterest, it's a culprit when it comes to... Pinterest is a tease. ...setting these expectations of what a DIY could look like. And I think that that was probably what was stressful, the fact that I was on Pinterest probably every day, even at work. I was looking at all these things, all these instructions of, oh, you can do this. Look, it's so easy. But it's really not. And I feel like a lot of that ends up being more expensive, more costly. Yes. And what's your time worth? Right, right. Especially I, you know, especially also the fact that we chose not to have a wedding party, right? So I was really the one taking on a lot of these on myself. And it, it was really difficult to decide some, something that's within my budget, that looks good, um, that fit also the vibe of the venue. But I felt like, you know, we had some conversation about it as well. And that really helped to narrow it down to what I what it became i told you to go out buy yeah. the pieces yeah. for just one like don't buy it for all the centerpieces that you were going to make yeah and see if it works yeah test it try it absolutely and you and did that yep yeah, i did that and i returned them all <laughs> yes you did yeah and i uh, honestly it ended up being so simple honestly mason jars anywhere they do wonderful things they do wonderful things glue gun glue, yeah a lot of the uh, decorative pieces from Do from Dollarama again also amazing what they have now so and when, once I kind of had a better idea what I wanted it, it was simple and with the decor we also had to come up with the perfect floor plan for this type of a party which was standing room mainly some sofas, some cruiser tables, yep. and a couple of tables for the families just because there were some elderly folk that needed a place to sit for yep. dinner. And I remember, Stefan, your parents just couldn't grasp this concept. No, there, <coughs> there was a lot of, a lot of back and forth um, with my family, even with you, where we would just think about it and we were like, did, did we make the right decision? Is this gonna work? I, that was definitely a source of stress um, because I, I haven't seen it done before and I wasn't sure how it would work, if it would work. But uh, I'm very happy with the way it turned out in the end. It totally worked. They definitely had a lot of questions. I mean, not, not just Stefan's parents, my parents as well, right? And it's very interesting that a lot of the questions they end up asking were things that we didn't feel were important. Like how would people know question? Like we have signs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we I mean, have <laughs> stand here. <laughs> they they were, I mean, I really appreciate it. They were they were focused on on doing whatever they can to contribute. Whatever they saw was a concern, they would bring it up. Not not because they were trying to attack or be belligerent. They they no. just wanted to help. They did it in a very lovingly way. They were never belligerent. They were never in our faces with it. They had questions, and yeah. those questions were for us to answer. Right, and yeah. we answered them, right. and eventually. Once the day finally came around, they saw that it worked. Right. And it did. It worked really well. The part of Waterstone that I loved the most was that we had an option to take pictures with horses. Yes. How <laughs> fun was that? But how hard was it to make the decision of taking <laughs> pictures with horses? Another thing that took up a lot of time when it shouldn't. Um, again, I'm not sure it was 
how how much was it like fifty dollars? Fifty dollars to take pictures with horses for half an hour. I don't, I don't think it was the money for you. It wasn't the money. It it, it really wasn't. I'm I'm st- I'm trying to think about why I was really back and forth. I I oh you, you know what? I think I was just a little bit upset. I can't ride the horses. I think that was that was the that was your your the biggest that was my, my dream. I mean I I never been on a horse before, but I thought it prob- it kind of makes sense to yeah, be in on a wedding dress of. on your yeah, wedding day to be on a horse. Fun. Yeah, to get thrown off of a horse. No. <laughs> not gonna happen on your wedding day but also your photographers jack and mark from love forever studios they took some really awesome pictures that day and i loved working with those guys they're super cool they're super so cool dudes fun. they can speak chinese <laughs> which was very helpful a plus definitely and they really they helped with the vibe of your wedding they were chill they were cool they were fun and that's the type of vendors that we wanted to surround ourselves with i couldn't believe um the results like uh, as far as the pictures go um especially with regards to the horse because <laughs> so from my perspective you know i, I was sitting there and, and i was i was holding on to the horse um and the very first thing i noticed was that the horse kept tugging away um and it was that the horse was pulling me with him of course so i like planted my feet down i, I, I was basically ready to wrestle somebody <laughs> wrestle the horse <laughs> because i was i wanted to make sure that the that horse would have been a great picture y- yeah it wouldn't tug me and then and then the photographers were like that's great and all but that's not going to work for the photos and it occurred to me i'm like that's right so then i you know i was standing i was posing for the photos and this horse was just doing whatever it wanted uh and i expected nothing to come of it but somehow they got incredible pictures, like just the perfect frame where it looked like I had everything under control. <laughs> Meanwhile, like the frame before and the frame <laughs> after. <laughs> you have like this getting pulled around. panic look on your yeah. face. Yeah. yeah, those boys know how to handle a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I also loved, we, didn't, we haven't actually talked about your ceremony yet, but your vows, Wendy, specifically. Your vows were really touching and very nice, <laughs> Stefan. But Wendy's vows kind of stole the show. They, they were hilarious. What made you, but they were also touching. What made you want to go with that comedic approach to your vows? <laughs> I, I, I guess that wasn't the intention. I, I guess I didn't think, I didn't plan to write my vows thinking that they would be funny. Um, and, and of course, really just thinking about write, writing our vows, um, that was a, another interesting experience because we actually chose to share our vows with each other before the wedding day. Um, a, again, I, I think just overall with this process, we wanted to be as collaborative as we can. Um, we thought that was important for us. And we wanted in some ways to just really be ourselves, be as authentic as we could, find, find words within ourselves to say to each other. And for me, just thinking about, okay, what's the best way to be myself? Okay, let me look up things online. Let me see what other people say. But that's not really me, right? It, it, I, I don't think I can ever take someone else's word and repeat that, that's just not me. So then for me to think about what are some things that's important for me to say to him? Uh, what are some things that I want to say to myself as well. And that's sort of how that all came together, right? Just being practical, being myself, which turned out to be funny. Unsurprisingly. <laughs> which you are. <laughs> <laughs> and you changed into a traditional Chinese wedding dress later. Which did you feel more comfortable in? It's weird because 
when my parents first talk about me changing to a reception red dress, I was feeling a little bit hesitant. I was feeling kind of like, well, I already have this Western style dress I spent a lot of money on. Um, I, I don't think it makes sense. But I think o over time, especially after we made the decision on buying it, actually seeing it, even trying it on, it, it, it felt good. It, it, felt, it felt so different from the white dress. I felt a lot more free <laughs> in the red dress. And I think that it, it captured really well in pictures. The red just pops anywhere. Yeah. Did you party that night? What we happened? sure did. Yeah, absolutely. What was that like? It, it, it was progressive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by the end of the night when we were heading home um, and our f my family was helping us uh, put everything together and clean up and I just, I was in that, that state where I'm like very, barely conscious, barely uh, able to, to control my body. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not in a bad way, you know, I, I didn't actually get sick, uh, but it was just, it was such a high and it wasn't just the, the, the alcohol, it was like all of family and friends being there and seeing everybody else getting drunk yep. and having fun and yep. dancing. That meant so much to us because like as we talked about earlier, a big part of this wedding for us was getting everybody together to celebrate. It wasn't just like us putting on a show about our wedding, it was a creating about, about creating an atmosphere where people, everybody would enjoy and have fun. And then seeing that come to life and seeing people yep. have fun uh, meant the world to us. Yeah, and a lot of our friends stayed till the very end. Yeah, I was very surprised. <laughs> Why? That that they stayed to the end? Yeah. Because I I've been you know I've I've been to a whole bunch of weddings and uh, honestly I would not have been upset if all of those people came to me at like. 10 after they've had a few drinks after they've danced they've listened to music and they're like thank you so much we're gonna head out they didn't and a lot have of them to still stay have till to drive. yeah exactly you know what that means i think it means they had a good time it means <laughs> that you guys nailed it you made the wedding that you wanted to make you made a wedding that would make everybody comfortable that was really chill that wasn't stuffy that everybody had a good time and wanted to party as long as they could party yeah well done Thank you. Thank you. And I was also surprised that everybody finished the craft beers. I was so <laughs> sure. None left? Yeah. You were worried about there being quite a bit left. Because yeah. didn't you didn't you buy some that you were that were weren't returned. returnable? Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, J just watch. They're all going to be in a fridge. I love it. And they're not. <laughs> yeah, there were none left. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. Good. Was there a lot of alcohol left? So that's something that I always find interesting about weddings where you can, where you buy a special occasions permit, you bring in your own alcohol that you could actually return it after if you need to. Did you have the right amount? From yeah. so the the wine, I would say we finished less than half of the wine. But people uh, weren't drinking wine as much. Yes, the the liquor and the beer, yeah. We were I think we were right on the ball. Good. We like finished all the tequila. Wow, seriously? Yeah, I was surprised, honestly. I was too. You were doing shots though. Yes. Yeah, that'll do we it. Were we were doing a lot of shots. We were doing a lot of shots. <laughs> uh, we actually surprisingly had a lot of rum left over. Uh, again, I thought rum would... Nobody drinks rum. Yeah. But, like, I mean, a lot of beers, a lot of the other things we finished. Yeah. So we didn't end up carrying that much back. No. No, it was... It worked out very well. Yeah. Good. 
Okay, you two. I adore you. I adored your wedding. I'm so glad you were here to talk about it. Thank you for coming. Thank you for taking time to do this. And thank you for letting me be a part of something that was so special. It was a really fun wedding. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure to have you, Trevor. (laughs) Thanks, Stefan. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Say bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Please make sure you subscribe and also follow me on Instagram at Trevents Planner and at Wedding Confessions.